It's lunchtime, a great time to talk spider football. This is Behind the Web with University of Richmond head coach Russ Huseman. Live from the Brass Tap at Libby Mill Midtown. Today's show is brought to you by the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Bryant Heating and Cooling, World of Beer, Lux Chevrolet, and Virginia 529. Join in online anytime and be a part of the show with your questions and comments. Text 804-327-0888. Email behind the web at richmond.edu or on Twitter using Spider Voice at Richmond Athletics or at ESPN Richmond. Now, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black with Coach Huseman. This is Behind the Web, presented by the Brass Tap on 1061 ESPN Richmond and the Spiders Sports Network. First and goal from the seven. Over the middle. This one is caught for the Spider touchdown. That's the Richmond tight end, Brooks Haggerty, who grabs it for the first points of the day for the Spiders. Zealous, under pressure, throws, and there's the interception that the Spiders were looking for. Angelo Rankin with his first interception of the season. The junior quarterback picks it off and gives the Spiders the ball. Takes the snap, drops the throw. Looking, now changes side to the near. De Janeiro end zone, touchdown. He looked left and then threw right. De Janeiro was open. Second career touchdown pass for Coleman, both today. And today, it's Thursday, and it's time for Behind the Web with Richmond head coach Russ Huseman. We are live at the Brass Tap, our regular Thursday get-together over here at Libby Mill Midtown to talk all things spider and college football with you for the next hour this afternoon while you enjoy your lunch. If you're in the area, come on by and join us. We'd love to have you out here, or you can interact with the program, as you heard, Behind the Web at richmond.edu via email. 804-327-0888 is our text line our special player guest coming up and he has been playing great uh that's wayne galloway the spider redshirt junior linebacker will be with us he'll join us in the middle segments this afternoon we'll recap the uh, hampton game and look ahead to maine back-to-back home games for the spiders uh russ uh, as you heard on the highlights the two touchdown passes from camden coleman your true freshman quarterback i know this is not how the plan was supposed to go this year particularly at that quarterback position what's your analysis of what you saw from the true freshman last week now that you've had you know a few days to look at it and a few more days of practice with him this week right yeah he did a nice job um coming in as as a true freshman um you know, just really, he, he was pretty composed out there. You know, as true freshmen always happen, you know, miss some reads, uh, miss some throws. But he, he, you know, he had some good balls in there. And, and uh, to the one throw to Nick was really good, obviously. And then, and then he got the one into Brooks. And, you know, he had a couple other good throws during the course of the day. Um, but, uh, you know, he probably, you know, played good enough you know for what a true freshman should be able to do 24 34 224 yards the two touchdown passes that you heard he did have one interception and was sacked three times in the game how challenging has this particular position been for you guys to have the injuries that you've had the rotation of quarterbacks losing guys getting them back all of that in the middle of the season well, it's been tough, but, you know, everybody in the country has injuries. Um, there's a lot, lot of people play freshman quarterbacks. So, you know, we had the week to prepare him. 
so, you know, no excuses there. Uh, you know, you, you, he, he's talented now. He's got a, he's got a live arm, and um, so he's got a lot of ability, and, and we, we feel like he's going to be a great one. Uh, he just has to grow up pretty quick here and, um, and give, us, give us a great game this week. He had a little bit of a leg up as a true freshman, right? Because he was with us in the spring and went through spring practice, right? Yeah, he was here in the spring, and, and we wanted to see what he could do and could he compete. And then, then he had shoulder issues in the summertime. And uh, so he didn't really get to do a whole lot. And, and, and as we got into camp, he started to get to throw a little bit more. So he was actually – he got to spring – but, you know, he, he had a little bit of issue with the shoulder. And so he was on the shelf for probably, you know, six weeks there. And, uh, but um, he's, he's healthy right now and, and uh, looks pretty good. All right. Overall analysis of Saturday, uh, we went into that game. You had certainly warned anybody who would listen that they have a really good dual threat quarterback in Chris Zellis that can do it with his legs and his arms and arm and two running backs who they rotated in and out and were also really good players yeah i mean it was it was tough we weren't you know we weren't moving the ball offensively um you know we got uh a couple stops the first two or three times we actually had a, a stop the next time and we get a face mask call um which was tough uh, on on a great football play um and then they they scored and then we had another stop and we get a rough in the passer penalty um <clears throat> You know, we gave, you know, gave up almost 500 yards and 31 points. And, you know, that's way, obviously way too many. But, you know, if you don't let them continue drives, you know, with penalties like that and, and in another, um, you know, another uh, roughing the passer that kept a drive alive. We're down in the red zone. We got a face mask, one of our DBs in the corner of the end zone. And, and that's about to be third and four or third and five. Um, and now it's first and goal from the two and a half. So, you know, little things. We, we didn't play good enough, uh, but, you know, when you're not playing great, you can't compound it with, you know, with the, with the penalties that we had. Um, and then in the second half offensive, we started to kind of move it a little bit and, and kind of get a, get a groove going there. But it, it, at that time, you know, a little late. But uh, Are the um – the penalties are obviously disappointing and frustrating. Are they a little bit surprising coming on the defensive side with as veteran a unit as you seem to have? Well, one was close. Don't you get any trouble that. here. Yeah. yeah, one was pretty close. Um, you know, and and then the other one, we were down on the legs. But he, you know, in, in all fairness, you know, he stumbled. And couldn't regain his balance, and stumble, stumble, stumbled right into him. Mm-hmm. And you know that was pass interference. I mean, that was roughing the passer. But you know, it wasn't like he intentionally went to the legs. It wasn't even the first one. Wasn't. I mean, if it was a penalty, it was. Uh, you know, it was close. I mean, it probably could have been avoided uh, by us, but it could have been avoided to be called too. And but also, I mean, so those are those aren't bad plays. Uh, you know, just the face mask penalty. You know, it just you know things like that happen. Um, and uh, but you know, the quarterback was was a good player, no question about it. He made us miss in space a couple times. Uh, that hurt. Um, you know, he threw a good ball. He didn't make a whole lot of mistakes other than the one interception. 
um, you know, we had an opportunity to sack him one time, and he scrambles out and, you know, throws a 50-50 ball down there that they get. So it just seemed like everything that could happen uh, negatively was happening during the course of that game. Other than maybe the third quarter, as you alluded to. I mean, I think watching it, you could see a difference in our guys pretty much at the start of that third quarter. And as you you said, that was probably the best of, of the four quarters. What were you kind of seeing there in the in the third quarter that was maybe different than the other three, if anything? Well, I mean, we were, we were getting some stops defensively, obviously. Um, you know, we got some first downs, moved the ball down there and got a touchdown. Uh, so, uh, you know, it was the, the – you know, it wasn't – wasn't great four quarters and third quarter wasn't probably great either how about the week moving forward now let's you know put that one behind us for sure i know you've obviously been through it a hundred times last week so how have the guys kind of responded this week uh i think they they're they're pretty i mean they're really good um they practiced hard you know we sent the message to them that you know, we, we got to get after it in practice. We got to have attention to detail. Um, and so, you know, we – they responded really well. Um, so, you know, yesterday's practice was good other than kind of the tail end of it. Um, and, but uh, we've had a good week here, no question about that. We just got to – and we're going to do some other things off the – you know, not nothing to do with the, on the field. We we hope will help us to get off to faster starts and play better earlier. Um, so there are some things that we're going to experiment with there. Is that some things you've done in the past? Maybe if you've had teams like that, or are you guys kind of putting this together moving forward of how can we be better from opening kickoff? Just everything, you know, just the the input from our players for sure, um, hmm. and uh, that's part of it. Um, you know, but not nothing drastic. Just you know, just little things that hopefully we can, you know, kind of get a little bit more focus, uh, especially early in the game. And you know, we we got to have more energy on the sidelines. Um, uh, but you know, sometimes you know it takes a play or two to get some energy. And when we were you know offensively, we weren't making anything happen there in the first half. So it's really hard to you know it's really hard to get that energy level up. How much are you relying on the the leadership to kind of? help in that regard i know we talked with a couple of them yesterday tristan wheeler and and ryan cole and, and certainly said all the right things they were very adamant about moving forward how much do you kind of rely on those voices when you get in a situation like this a lot you know especially if they come to you or come to a position coach um you know i, I met with the captains too and and uh i, I mean <sighs> They, they they feel like we can, you know. They feel like we can compete with anybody and win against anybody, and and uh, you know. So we just gotta, you know, we gotta figure out ways to to put them in the best position as coaches, and then they gotta execute. Absolutely. Well, one guy who has certainly been doing all of that consistently now for the last several weeks, he's going to come up here right after the break, and that's that's Wayne Galloway. I mean, I know you know Tristan gets a lot of attention and deservedly so at the linebacker position, uh, but this guy the last few weeks especially has been really stellar, hasn't he? Yeah, he he was really good even leading up to when he we made the decision to give him the starting role. He had been playing really well. He practices well. He studies the game. Um, you know, so he's. 
he, he really everything where he is right now he's earned no question about it but you know it wasn't like uh, let's just put him in and see what he can do we we felt like he could be a good player and he's he's been a good player i mean he's been a good player he's played a lot of snaps here at the university of richmond um meaningful snaps he's played uh, a lot of special teams uh, snaps, and uh, now this year he's gotten the opportunity to to play a bunch of plays. And I think you had mentioned maybe last week or whenever, two weeks ago, guys, when we were talking about it, he had the pick six, and you were you were pretty adamant. And hey, everybody saw that; it was a big highlight. But he was playing well even around that interception, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's playing good. I mean, he's playing good. The interception, uh, you know. It, it, a day could have made that pick six. Um, you know, it was right to him, and and it was like nobody in his way. So, but again, the other part of it, he really, I mean, he play, he's playing good. I'm proud of him. Past three games, 22 tackles, three and a half for loss, and then of course the interception for the pick six. We're going to talk about all of that. You'll hear all of that when we take a break and come back. Spider linebacker Wayne Galloway is our spe- Galloway is our special player guest today on Behind the Web. We're live at the Brass Tap, Libby Mill Midtown, and right here on the home of the Spiders, 1061 ESPN. Buying a vehicle is like buying a house. Many aspects of the purchase can lead to questions. Fortunately, Lux Chevrolet in Ashland has 100 years of experience to help their customers buy their next Chevy or used vehicle. They combine a modern, interactive website at LuxChevrolet.com with old-school customer service to make the entire process easy. So don't buy from some online startup. Put your trust with Lux Chevrolet in Ashland, 804-798-9261 or online at LuxChevrolet.com. You're a local dealer with worldly experience. At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experiences, the determination to do more, and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adult students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu. With tons of televisions, the Brass Tap's the best place to watch your favorite team, and the Brass Tap has great food and cold drinks to enjoy while you catch the game. Join Richmond Spiderhead football coach Russ Huseman and Bob Black every Thursday during football season at our Richmond location at Libby Mill Midtown from noon to one for Behind the Web as they talk spider football and break down upcoming matchups. Enjoy signature Brass Tap classic pizzas all day Thursday for just $10. The Brass Tap, great times, well-crafted. Attention Spiders fans, do you want a chance for your child to be the kickoff kid at the Richmond Spiders football game versus Elon on November 11th? Included in this awesome opportunity are four tickets, four field passes, and one parking pass to the game. Enter for your chance to go on the field and have your child retrieve the kickoff tee at www.richmondspiders.com forward slash VA529 kickoff kid. Brought to you by Virginia 529, the official college savings plan of the Richmond Spiders. Behind on your City of Richmond water and gas bill? Don't risk disconnection of services. The Department of Public Utilities encourages eligible customers to sign up for our Promise Pay payment plan for past due balances. These plans offer a variety of convenient and flexible payment options, automatic payments, payment reminders, and more. Let the Department of Public Utilities help you. Don't delay. Enroll today at richmond.promise-pay.com or visit the DPU website at rva.gov slash public-utilities for more assistance. 
assistance options. Hey there, Richmond. It's Breeze Airways, the seriously nice airline that wants to fly you to your next vacation. Fly nonstop from Richmond International Airport to Hartford, Charleston, Jacksonville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, New Orleans, Phoenix, Providence, San Francisco, or Tampa faster and easier than ever before. We also don't charge change or cancellation fees so you can book with complete peace of mind. Go to flybreeze.com or download the Breeze app to book your trip today. Breeze Airways, seriously nice. The timeout's over. Now, more Behind the Web, live from the Brass Tap at Libby Mill Midtown on 1061 ESPN and the Spider Sports Network. Zealous steps up in the pocket. He's going to run and he's going to be tackled. Outstanding open field tackle by Wayne Galloway. Drops him for a loss back at the 38-yard line. That was a big time because, uh, you know, Zealous is out outside of the pocket where he's most dangerous, keeps his eyes downfield. He's looking to let it go. And then, boom, Wayne Galloway comes out of nowhere, brings him down. Big time sack. Wayne Galloway with his first quarterback sack of the year with everything else that he's done. And we'll add one more to the list of everything else that Wayne Galloway has done. Be our guest on Behind the Web on this Thursday afternoon. Welcome back to the Brass Tap, 4901 Libby Mill East Boulevard, Libby Mill Midtown. Couldn't make it today. We hope you get out here for lunch on a Thursday during the rest of the college football season. And now Wayne Galloway does join us here at the head table. Appreciate you spending some time with us today. Wayne, let me go back to something that Coach Huseman talked about, and that's your progression through your time at Richmond, working hard, being on special teams, doing things on practice to the point now where you're in that starting lineup. Can you kind of take us through everything that, that you've done and the way you've kind of focused on that to get to the position you're in today? Yeah, I mean, whenever I first got here as a freshman, um, obviously we had Tristan and Tyler, who were great players. Um, you know, so I saw an opportunity for me to, you know, kind of go out there and make plays on special teams. So I kind of embraced that role. Um, you know, same thing for the my sophomore year as well. Um, embraced the special teams role um, last year. You know, I got some more snaps on defense. Um, and just kind of learning the system as a whole on defense. Um, you know, learning from guys like Tristan, Tyler, and Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Coach Wood, you know, learning from him as well, film study, all that type of stuff. So um, that's kind of helped me, you know, once my opportunity did come this season um, to be in the right places. So, Was there a point during that, that progress and procession, if you will, that you were like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting this. This is, this is working. I know my time is coming, and I'm just going to keep, you know, following the game plan. Yeah, I mean, last year, um, you know, I felt like, that's whenever I knew, you know, the system as a whole. Um, it felt really comfortable. Um, and then, you know, I kind of struggled with, with some injuries last year. Um, you know, so that kind of set me back a little bit. But the mental aspect was there. Um, and then this season, you know, I had, a, I had a good camp. You know, I was able to get through it healthy and, you know, the spring and everything as well. So, um, you know, knowing the system and then also being healthy kind of, you know, put me in the position that I need to be in. I hate talking about all these injuries. I mean, I, I know it's part of football, and we're going through it again this season. Just as players, how do you guys kind of handle it amongst yourself? Coach always, you know, rattles off who's in, who's out, all of that. But just as players, how do you kind of handle the injury situation? I mean, it's really a next man up mentality. Um, you know, that's why it's so important for – you know, second string guys, even third string guys to be doing what they need to be doing week in and week out because you never know what can happen. So 
Are you kind of um, parlaying that message to the current second and third string guys? How do you kind of handle that? Do they see it from your actions? How do you make sure that they understand the importance of that? Yeah, I mean, that was kind of the mentality that I had, you know, my first few years, obviously playing behind Tristan and Tyler again, um, you know, but you never know what can happen, you know. Um, and Coach Wood has done a great job defensively of, you know, somebody goes down, he's like, okay, next man up, who's next? So. You know what I'm hearing from that, Coach, is but we've had some pretty good linebackers here at Richmond. Yeah, haven't we? <laughs> yeah I mean, t- t- Tyler and, Tr- and Tristan, obviously. and uh, But, um, yeah, I mean, sometimes you got to wait your turn. Hopefully it's not three years, but, uh, you know, he's waited his turn, and now he's, he's taking advantage of it. Well, talk about uh, Saturday. We played the one highlight of the quarterback sack you had on Zealous. Uh, how much of a challenge was that when you run into a quarterback like that who is that kind of threat to either, you know, do it with his legs or with his arm? Yeah, I mean, all week we talked about, you know, how good of an athlete he was um, and how important it was to, um, you know, def- on the defensive line side, you know, maintain rush lanes, um, that type of thing. And then, you know, at linebacker, don't, get too much depth in your drop if you're not you know specifically covering a person um so we you know we were prepared for him to run the football um but you know coach wood did a good job of preparing us to be in the right places when that time came and of course coach wood is our defensive coordinator but also linebackers coach so how does that kind of work with him and how much time he's actually spending with you guys as opposed to having to make sure the entire defense is operating um, coach Wood's great, um, especially having him, you know, as a position coach and a defensive coordinator because whenever he speaks to us in meetings and things like that, you know, he kind of talks about the defense as a whole, not just our position. So it gives you a better understanding of what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. Wayne Galloway, our guest on Behind the Web this afternoon. Let's go back to the beginning. You alluded to that in your answer to my, to my first question. Just coming to the University of Richmond in general from Louisiana, what did you know about Richmond before that process, if anything? started and kind of take us through what got you to where you are today yeah i mean um coach lacy who was a defensive line coach here a few years ago um before he came here he was at southeastern louisiana university um and they were recruiting me in high school so whenever he came up here he was recruiting me here um i had never heard of the university of richmond before (laughs) um but I, i took a visit um going into my senior year of high school um, and I loved it. I, you know, I loved, you know, the city of Richmond, the school itself. Um, it was a beautiful place. You know, I loved the coaches, um, you know, and I felt like this was a good fit for me. Russ, is that a common refrain with some of these guys that you recruit who are not from, you know, the mid-Atlantic region that when you go to the Louisianas or Floridas or Texas or wherever, that you really do have to introduce them from a blank page as to what the University of Richmond is? I mean, pretty much, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of them, though, do know Rip, Richmond's academic reputation, may not know as much uh, the football aspect of it, but uh, they do know. It was like when you first heard Richmond, you probably knew it was a good academic place, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. But he didn't know. I mean, he didn't know about it, but he knew strong academics. And, uh, you know, that kind of get piques their interest a little bit. And then once you get them on campus, you know, you got a really good chance. Can that almost be an advantage that they don't know and you can start from scratch there? Like they go, wow, I never knew about this. This is this is pretty awesome. And, and they take even a deeper look at us. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I just know that, you know, they most everybody throughout the country understands the academic reputation mm-hmm. of a University of Richmond. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, you just got to get them on campus. Yep. And I assume that's the way it went with mm-hmm. you, that once you got on campus, you, family – 
I actually committed on my my first visit. So that that first visit I took that summer going into my senior year of high school, I I committed before huh. I left and went back home. So wow, mm-hmm. does that happen a lot for us? When you get them on that first time and boom, it's done. Sometimes I, I mean it, it all varies. You yeah. just never know. Some people drag it out. <laughs> um, you know, some people you know kind of know good place and, and you probably you probably did a lot of research on richmond and probably knew a lot about it before he showed up on the visit yep. all right you mentioned getting in that uh, the film room and the meeting room with the other linebackers and and coach wood what what's that like what's the line you, you mentioned like second third string guys make sure that you're focused and zeroed in what's that linebacker room like chemistry wise with you guys oh it's awesome um you know all the guys that have you know, come before me uh, whenever I was a young guy and, you know, the younger guys that we have now. Um, you know, my role now, I kind of look at it, you know, I, I am an older guy now. So I try to, you know, get some of the younger guys um, in watching film, even, you know, even if they're on the scout team, you know, getting them in, you know, to teach them what's going on and how we do things um, because that's what the older guys did for me. And, you know, that's really helped get, get me to where I'm at right now. So, um, just kind of bringing them along with us so that whenever their time comes in the future, you know, they're ready. You sound really comfortable with this. I mean, you don't have a choice that you're one of the older guys now as quickly as it may have come, but how much have you embraced that? How comfortable are you with that role? Yeah, um, you know, I'm feeling pretty comfortable with it now. I mean, not only am I older, you know, age-wise, but I also have more experience under my belt as well, so I just feel more comfortable. You know, one of the things Coach talked about about turning this thing around is, is just getting some more overall excitement uh, on the field. I would think defensively you guys can find ways to do that, can't you? Yes, yes. I mean, I, you know, I love when other guys make plays. You know, it's exciting. Um, you know, guys on the sideline get up, and, it, and it's really it's a big it's a big thing in terms of momentum. You know, the plays the a play would be great, but it it brings the energy up and it encourages other guys to go make another play. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just kind of you know one up in each other. Mm-hmm. So how's this week been? I mean, it's always tough to come off a loss. You don't certainly want to do that, but how do you feel? You guys have practiced this week. You know, I feel like defensively we practice well. Um, you know, like I said, Coach Wood does a great job every week of um, putting in a good game plan and preparing us the right way. Um, I think we've executed well. Um, you know, and practice hard. So, what have you seen from the guys, uh, particularly in front of you, defensive line? Because we have some really talented guys there. A couple of injuries there have obviously affected that. But how you guys as linebackers have to work kind of hand in hand with that D line? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, sometimes you know we might have a stunt going on in front of us, and you know, sometimes we might have to, you know, protect them if they end up, you know, in the wrong gap or whatever. But that's part of our job, and then. You know, they do a great job in front of us of taking on double teams sometimes, which frees us up at linebacker to make tackles. Mm-hmm. So it's really, you know, them, you know, taking on blocks for us and then, you know, sometimes us making them right. But, you know, those guys are great up there. So with all those things that you're responsible for doing, what's your what's your favorite thing to do as a linebacker out there <laughs> on the field? You like that quarterback sack? You like, you know, what, what what's the favorite? What, what's really giving you that excitement? I like fitting the run, honestly, oh. um, fitting the run game. Um, obviously, if you get a chance to make a sack or, you know, an interception, something like that, you know, that that's awesome. But, you know, I, you know, I, I just love fitting up the run game. It's it's great. What do you what would you classify Russ as Wayne Galloway's strength as as part of that linebacking core? Kind of like that playing the run game, uh, you know, fitting the run correctly, uh, getting people on the ground. He's got a physicality about him. Um, I don't even, how much you weigh? 
Like 225. 225. So he's a physical guy in there. And, uh, um, you know, so I, I think that's probably the biggest thing. I think he's a great run stopper for us. I feel like you've done a pretty pretty good job with some of those pass routes and getting, you know, knocking balls down. I looked at the stat sheet. There's only two pass breakups for you. It feels like there's been more, been more than that. How, how, um, how much of a challenge is that to be in that kind of coverage? Um, well, honestly, in high school, I played a lot of safety. Um, I played free safety a lot in high school. So, you know, kind of having that experience um, has helped me a little bit in the coverage aspect of things. Um, and it's really just preparing and, you know, knowing what kind of concepts a team might run off certain formations and things like that. So, and it's, just really, it's also good eyes, you know, being able to see the quarterback and the receivers around you. So, Coach, was Wayne always going to be a linebacker coming here, even though he played safety in high Didn't school? We, that's what we told you we were recruiting you as a mm-hmm. linebacker. Yes, right? yeah. yeah, you did. So, really, you saw that even though he was playing a different position. You know, uh, did you play – you played linebacker your last year there, right? I played, I played free safety and also played kind of like what our will position is, like the overhang linebacker. I played that a lot in high school, so – all right. And uh, all of this is leading up to, of course, we're going to take a break and come back. Uh, and I know you've done a lot of good things, but obviously the highlight thing was the, the pick six coming, coming back for the 81-yard touchdown. So we'll, we'll let our fans hear that one more time, and we'll get your take on uh, hustling downfield, almost the length of the field on that play. We'll talk about that when we come back. Second half of Behind the Web uh, from the Brass Tap. Coming up with Wayne Galloway, Spider Redshirt Junior Linebacker, next on the Home of the Spiders, 1061 ESPN. Bring smiles to all when shopping online with Dell Technologies Gift Guide. Whether it's for the artist, the entrepreneur, the student, or the streamer, you'll find the perfect gift for everyone on your list. Dell.com slash gift guide makes gifting easy with a carefully curated selection of our best tech. Shop now to explore our innovative PCs like the XPS 13 laptop, powered by the latest Intel Core processors, plus this season's top accessories. Visit Dell.com slash gift guide today to get a jump on your holiday gift list. That's Dell.com slash gift guide eBay Motors is here for the ride. 120,000 miles of night drives, daily commutes, and who knows how many. Are we there yet? Through countless fixes, elbow grease, and a new radiator, you kept your ride alive. With eBay Motors, you have over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We've teamed up with Bryant Heating and Cooling for a special enter-to-win opportunity at all Spider football home games this season. One winner per game will receive four tickets and exclusive access to the climate-controlled Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort Suite at Robin Stadium. Each winner will also receive a $100 concessions voucher, a dedicated comfort concierge, and get to watch the game from the comfort of indoor seating. Visit bryantcoolsrichmond.com and enter to win today. Bryant Heating and Cooling, whatever it takes. It's game on at World of Beer Bar and Kitchen in Short Pump. Head to World of Beer Bar and Kitchen in Short Pump for all NFL and college football games. And enjoy happy hour all day on Thursdays, as well as weekend brunch. With 40-plus beers on tap, 350 more in the cooler, and a full food and cocktail menu, World of Beer Bar and Kitchen is your football watch party destination. Buying a vehicle is like buying a house. Many aspects of the purchase can lead to questions. Fortunately, Lux Chevrolet in Ashland has 100 years of experience to help their customers buy their next Chevy or used vehicle. They combine a modern, interactive website at LuxChevrolet.com with old-school customer service to make the entire process easy. So don't buy from some online startup. 
Put your trust with Lux Chevrolet in Ashland. 804-798-9261 or online at LuxChevrolet.com. Your local dealer with worldly experience. At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experiences, the determination to do more, and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adult students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu. Let's get back to the show. Behind the Web, live from the Brass Tap at Libbyville Midtown. Once again, here's Bob Black on the Spider Sports Network and 1061 ESPN. Oh, this is going to be picked off. And heading down the sideline is Wayne Galloway for the Spiders. And he is going to take it to the house for the Spider touchdown. Thank you for the gift. He didn't have much left in the tank to do any celebrating. So you just let you guys hit you on the bottom, hit you on the head. He almost passed out on the way down there, but he made it, baby. It's worth it. You'll remember this one, Wayne. You'll talk about this one with your family. Well, Wayne Galloway is going to talk about it with his football family here at the moment on Behind the Web here at the Brass Tap. I don't know, Wayne, was, was my man Chris Anderson there maybe not giving you enough credit or what? How were you feeling when you hit the end zone there? <laughs> I mean, my legs were a little bit dead before the play even happened. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, I didn't see anybody around me when I caught the football. Uh, I saw, all I saw was a lot of blockers. So I, I knew I was okay. So I, I was just trying to get to the end zone without pulling anything. <laughs> and, so. and you were successful at that, mm-hmm. right? You, okay. yes. Even if you were gasping for mm-hmm. a little bit of breath there. And you did have an entourage. I did. You, know, you watch that back, and we're playing it here in the, in the restaurant above us. You did have an entourage of spiders leading you down there. Uh, take us up to the point where you did intercept it. Because as Coach has said, that was probably the easy, easy part about that. But what kind of happened on that play? Because they were running a little bit of a, a trick play with the lateral and got great pressure on the kid who threw the ball yeah it was supposed to be a double pass actually um and you know i just see the quarterback throw it out to you know the receiver and i was just running over there to help make a tackle and then as i'm running i just see the ball come flying up and lands right in my hand so you know couldn't really ask for anything easier than that and he got hit right rest as soon as he threw i think it was trey tomlinson maybe i think who hit the it, it was trey, it I, was think, trey. I think trey i think there was a couple guys but trey was the first one there i yeah. believe that play must have been pretty well defense then i mean if something had you no, seen well, that if you or, remember or, he what, it was a low throw yeah it wasn't mm-hmm. a low throw, low throw he yeah. bobble, bobble, yeah. bobble. by the time he got it he went like in Trey. So, yeah, he didn't even. He, he yeah. actually wasn't defended. <laughs> I don't know. It looked like it was defended pretty well to us. Nah, Wayne will tell you. <laughs> yeah, was the, that play defended? The receiver that he was supposed to throw it to was open. Ah. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, that's why, you know, Trey makes the play he makes. And the rest, the rest, as they say, is history. Have you ever had one like that? High school, anywhere? I mean, I've had interceptions before. Yeah. I had a pick six in high school, but no, nothing that easy, though. <laughs> Was the other one that long? <laughs> no, the other one was only like 20 yards. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, yeah, we talk about excitement on the sideline. What was the kind of excitement level and reaction when you got to the sideline? No, it was, it was pretty crazy. I mean, I couldn't tell who was around me. I mean, everybody was just kind of, you know, hitting you on the helmet and things like that. So it, it, was, it was great, though. It was fun. 
Uh, and on the more serious side, how much of that is that kind of your guys' charge now? Not always to be a pick six necessarily, but to make those kind of plays, to get the ball back in good position for your offense. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pivotal. I mean, we always try to create turnovers to, you know, give the ball back to our offense and, you know, put them in good field position, uh, good position to move the ball down the field. And, you know, if, you know, sometimes, you know, defense gets a chance to score. You know, that's great too. So. All right, what was uh, – Chris mentioned it on, on the telecast there. What was the reaction of family and friends after, after that for you? Um, you know, my, my mom my mom was actually at the game. Oh, great. So, yeah, that was a great game for her to be there for. Um, you know, she was ecstatic. Um, you know, my dad, you know, he was texting me. You know, I saw it after the game. He was, you know, congrats. Um, you know, my uncle, you know, he's like, great, great interception. You're, you're slow. <laughs> he's like, you're really slow. Um, so – He's actually a high school football and track coach. So, oh, oh, the track like, part. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, they, they were just, you know, happy for me. So. You were kind of smiling there, Russ, when Wayne started talking about the family. Huh? That's, that's part of the beauty of the biz, isn't it? Uh, every, time you, every time you recruit somebody and, you know, as a matter of fact, I think I asked you when the, 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 before that game on Friday, I says, when, when's your family coming back in? You said, well, my mom's here this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I actually did ask him that question. Huh. And, uh, mm-hmm. So that was good that she, that she was there for it. <clears throat> mom's no best. She knew when to be there. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. You are a long way from home, from Louisiana. We'll get into a little more about that because we do have a handful of guys, literally I think we said five guys, uh, from Louisiana. But what's that kind of been like, Wayne, for both you and the family to be at that distance for you, obviously, but then for your family members to try and catch you as much as they can. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it was, it was far. Um, you know, I'd never been that far away from home. Um, but, um, you know, my, my dad comes to, you know, one, two, three games a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom, I don't even know if I told you this yet, Coach, but my mom actually moved up here. Um, she lives in Richmond now. Wow. She, yeah, so she, she moved cool. up to Richmond um, this past summer. Because um, she actually grew up in New Jersey. She moved down to Louisiana whenever she was in high school. So she's kind of closer to some of her family that's up in the Northeast. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, she's closer now. Um, but, you know, my, my family does, a, you know, what they can to, you know, get here for games and things like that. But, um, you know, if they're not here, they're watching. Yeah, I know. absolutely. Russ, I've talked about this for years. and It's just amazing what, what players, families do to get the games, right? Either in Richmond or when we're on the road, right? No question. Uh, but uh, the parents love them. Yeah, they do. They'll do, do whatever they got to do yeah. <laughs> uh, to get there to see them and support them. So, no so now you're taking advantage of mom being here, some home-cooked meals, a little laundry being done. What, what's, you know, what's happening here? Um, yeah, I mean, she, she's, uh, she's been talking about making some, some meals for me and my roommates to bring over for us. So, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully we get that soon. You got all football players with you? All football players. Okay. All linebackers? or uh... Uh, It's me and Tristan. Okay. Um, and then Marlon's in there as well. And then um, I don't know if I know Zach Zekman and Durham McDonough, um, but they're, they're helping on the staff as well. Yep. So we all live together. How much – football talk is there or do you guys get away from football talk when you have some downtime 
I mean, really, right now during the season, um, we're never home. Honestly, we're, we're always um, at the facility, you know, watching film or you know, in class and things like that. So, I mean, honestly, when we get home, it's you know, just kind of say hey, what's up and you know, go to your room and go to sleep and wake up and do it again the next day. So, well, that's where mom will come in handy. If she can get you guys some meals when, when mm-hmm. you get a chance. Uh, as I mentioned, you're not the only guy from Louisiana. We've talked about Kyle for sure, uh, but I think there's what did we say before we came in? Like five. There's five. Okay. Uh, you guys kind of connect with one another. How's that operate? Yeah, so me and Lopez actually came here in the same class. Um, and I actually didn't even know that he was coming because I think he might have signed late or something like that. He's a walk-on. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he, he he came in late. And I remember seeing something about um, you know him whenever I first got here. And I actually met him in the uh, rec center because we, we weren't allowed to work out in the – because um, it was during COVID, so we couldn't work out in our weight room. So me and him were in the uh, rec center working out like the first week or so whenever we got here. Um, and I saw his shirt, and I recognized the name of the school, and, you know, that's how we met each other. Um, so, yeah, he, he came in with me in 2020. And then um, I, Kyle, Gabe, and Theos were – but all three of them were in the 2021 class. And I know you talked about, you know, kind of helping the process along a little bit with Kyle. Was it with the other guys? Did you know them at all as well? Not as much with Theos because Theos actually um, was, you know, further away. He's from Louisiana, but he lived pretty far away. Um, and then – but Gabe and Kyle, I both played against in high school. So um, we were familiar with each other. They live closer to where I live. So Russ, I know um, – Wayne talked about the Coach Lacey connection, but obviously has that continued? Do you have a coach that, you know, is specific for that area? It's, it's obviously been a pretty good pipeline for you down there to Louisiana. Yeah, we it's kind of – it's always been a secondary area, and fortunately Coach Lacey had a lot of connections down there, and uh, we we actually get a service to, to from there that we can kind of evaluate and, and identify prospects. Uh, but um, – yeah, I mean, it's great football. Yeah. I mean, they're all good players that have come here from Louisiana. So, um, again, we, we kind of make a decision. All right, we're going to go to Louisiana. We're going to go to Texas. And as an auxiliary area, we sent uh, – who did we send down there? Uh, we were recruiting – we were actually recruiting a couple kids. And uh, I can't remember the coach that we sent down there. But it's always a secondary area for mm. the coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you grow up like a fan of – Anyone was where you're now? It's you guy, or did you grow up fan of anybody? Yeah, I mean the Saints, obviously. And the Saints, um, yeah. And then yeah, my so my dad went to LSU. Um, you know, the kid from there. Unless your parents went to college somewhere else, I mean, you're just an you're just an LSU fan. Yeah. So did he play there? No, he did not. He did not. He did right. not. All right, very good. Uh, all right, let's talk about this week to wrap it up. Then we'll let you go finish finish lunch. Uh, what have you seen uh, from Maine, which is you know normally a really hard nosed, tough, grinded out kind of team, and yet they were throwing the ball all over the place last week. Yeah, I mean they're a great team. I think I listened to Coach Coach Huseman talk about them the other day on um, during an interview or something. But um, they're one in four, but they play some really really good teams. Um, <laughs> You know, their, their offensive line's good. Their offensive line is usually always good. Um, you know, they have a good quarterback, good running back as well. Um, you know, so we just got to stop the run um, and make plays in the secondary. I watched a, a little of their game, and it seemed like they kind of threw caution to the wind a little bit. There were some, you know, trick plays, flea flicker kind of things. How much do you have to make sure you're prepared? You probably do it week by week anyway, but now you've seen it on, on tape that it's there. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not common that a team runs the same trick play right. more than once. Yeah. But you kind of look at what they've done as far as trick plays and try to figure out, okay, how might they how might they change this up a little bit um, against us. So, Well, we're going to look for them to get back to their running game, which they've done in the past because you like getting to the running backs in the backfield, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll look for that this Saturday at Robin Stadium. Wayne, great stuff. Really appreciate you coming out today. Great job. Go enjoy the rest of your lunch and uh, lead them to a W Saturday. Yes, right? sir. Thank Wayne you for Galloway, everyone. Spider Redshirt Jr. linebacker, our player guest today on Behind the Web. We have one more segment to go. We'll do that after we take a timeout. Coach Usman and I coming back. If you've got questions for Coach, now's a good time to Send them to us, 804-327-0888 on the text line or behind the web at richmond.edu via email. Back after the break, 1061 ESPN. World of Beer is proud to be the official host location of the Behind the Web Radio Show. Join Richmond head men's basketball coach Chris Mooney, Bob Black, and special guests on Monday nights as they break down the latest game and preview the next matchup. All Richmond Spider fans are welcome, so head to World of Beer at 11,600 West Broad Street every Monday night from 6 to 7 p.m. for Burger Monday and enjoy the classic burger for only $5.95. World of Beer also has over 250 craft beers, a wide selection of spirits, a fully loaded food menu, and more. Eat, drink, and explore at World of Beer in Short Pump. Searching for your next set of wheels? Get pre-qualified at CarMax and see your personalized monthly payment for any of our cars with no impact to your credit score. Because CarMax has made it as easy as a Sunday drive to get your financing options with a shopping experience tailored to you. So you can get the car that's right for you and right for your budget. Get started at CarMax.com and compare your options in just a few easy clicks. See CarMax.com for details. CarMax, that's car buying reimagined. The Charles Schwab Cup playoffs tee off with the Dominion Energy Charity Classic, October 19th through the 22nd. See the greats of the game, including defending champion Stephen Alker, take on the Country Club of Virginia James River Course. Stick around after play on Friday, October 20th for a concert featuring singer-songwriter Noah Kahn. It's a playoff party RBA style. Get your tickets at DECCgolf.com. The heat of summer means one thing to sports fans, football. Yes, pigs are flying. And where better to watch football and all of your favorite sports than Gus's Italian Cafe and Sports Bar? Nowhere. Italian Cafe on one side, Sports Bar on the other. Wings, burgers, wraps, clubs, bang bang shrimp, salads, and pizza, the best around. A full dinner menu overflowing with entrees. College football packages, the ACC, SEC, Big Ten, the NFL package. Owner Scott and Lisa Stout have been hands-on for 34 years. Gus's Italian Cafe and Sports Bar, Hanford Square Shopping Center, Bell Creek Road in McCannisville. We've teamed up with Bryant Heating and Cooling, the official heating and cooling partner of the Spiders, for a special enter-to-win opportunity at all Spiders men's basketball home games this season. One winner per game will receive two tickets to sit courtside at the Robbins Center, plus one parking pass. Each winner will also receive access to the tip-off club during pregame and halftime for complimentary food and drinks. Get in the game and visit richmondspiders.com slash Courtside and enter to win today. Bryant Heating and Cooling, whatever it takes. With tons of televisions, the Brass Tap's the best place to watch your favorite team, and the Brass Tap has great food and cold drinks to enjoy while you catch the game. Join Richmond Spider head football coach Russ Huseman and Bob Black every Thursday during football season at our Richmond location at Libby Mill Midtown from noon to one for Behind the Web as they talk spider football and break down upcoming matchups. Enjoy signature Brass Tap classic pizzas all day Thursday for just $10. The Brass Tap, great times, well-crafted. 
keeping you up to date with Richmond football. This is Behind the Web Live from the Brass Tap at Libby Mill Midtown on 1061 ESPN. This is the Spider Sports Network. All right, one more segment to go on the program today. Again, if you couldn't make it today, and we do appreciate the folks who are in the house with us today, uh, back again here next Thursday and each and every Thursday, even through the bye week, we'll be here at the Brass Tap through the remainder of the college football season. We'll get into Coach Usman's thoughts here in a moment on Maine coming up Saturday, 3.30 at Robin Stadium. Uh, but you did have kind of a conversation up here during the commercial break with one of our very loyal supporters and fans about the whole recruiting process. And when you're going as far as you go to Louisiana to make sure it's guys that will fit Richmond, that it's an FCS player, not an FBS player. Can you kind of go through that process of, you know, how you know, how confident you are that you're, you're getting to the right guys at these high schools? Yeah, I mean, you get a pretty good idea early on in the process. I mean, uh, you know, do do we have a chance to recruit them? And, you know, if they're being recruited by a BCS school, then we keep moving on. Um, if they're being recruited by an FBS school, lower level FBS, we hang in there uh, because we know that, you know, the, the academic component could possibly put us over the edge but it, it you know virginia tech offers them a scholarship uh, we we just we move on and mm-hmm. go to the next guy mm-hmm. i mean it's it's you, you don't you're never going to win ever 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 win that battle yeah, absolutely and i know even a couple of the transfers that we've talked to have said eh, i might i had some like mac offers or mm-hmm. load and i i said i'm coming to richmond right yep so that's definitely happened yeah we've had them from western pa right uh, that have mac offers and you know make the decision to come here and we got we have a good feel for all right, do, would we have a shot? Let's just say it's Akron or, you know, Toledo or those people recruiting a guy. If it's a high-end academic guy, um, we got a chance. Mm-hmm. If it's a lower-end academic guy that we can get into school but not just tremendous academic kid, you know, we know we're not going to win that battle because they're going to go there. So, I mean, it has to be, you know, it, it needs to be somebody that's – so we get all those, you know, so then we recruit the really high, 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 high academic guy. Now we got to beat Princeton and Harvard and Yale on those guys, and that makes it really hard. So we got to find, you know, we got to find that group that's kind of academics are very important to. Um, so, I mean, it's, it, it we kind of, we, we, we whittle it down pretty good. And I guess it's always been a 12-month process, but is it even more so in this day and age between Transfer Portal and NIL and everything that's out there that you guys are thinking recruiting 365 days a year or not? Uh, yeah, summers are different um, than they've ever been because, you know, it's there's somebody coming on campus every day or every other day or and. You know, and they want to they want to see it. The decisions are being made a lot earlier. Um, you know, about all right. I'm going to commit here. Uh, but the one we're talking about is no more uh, photo shoots uh, during unofficial visits. I don't know if Wayne got I, his photo shoot during unofficial visit. Ain't happening anymore. And that was the worst thing in the United States of America that ever happened is to go down there and take pictures of these guys on unofficial visits. Our uh, PR ridiculous. staff is here today. They're yeah. all smiling. Absolutely ridiculous. Right? Yep, and and are. people are it, people are complaining about yeah, they don't get nothing better to do but to do to, to regulate this. Well, yeah. Yeah, because 
We hate it. They hate it. Everybody hates it except for the player that stands here and puts the helmet on and, and is all jacked up and excited. Look at me at Richmond or look at me at this place. So that's on the unofficial visit. They can unofficial. still do that. Official. Come for, well, it's different. Think, official visit. Now you're more interested. You've right? offered them. Yep. You know, they're interested. It's down to two or three. These kids that walk on campus unofficial visit-wise, you know, you get – you get a hundred kids, and you know, and you're, you probably hadn't offered any of them. Right. But you, you got to do it just in case. Uh, they are loving that over there, by the way. So that's a good one that the NCA actually yeah. laid down some legislation. I thought I saw. I should have read it more closely, knowing we're coming here today. That they're tightening the window, as well. When I think it's the transfer portal will actually be open. Um, so that it's not quite as long a period of time. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how much that's going to affect anything. No, you don't no. think so. Huh, okay. All right, well, let, let's get off of that for now. Like we said, we know recruiting is 12 months a year. Yeah. Uh, certainly. Uh, anyway, that was really interesting on the unofficial visit thing. All right, what about these main uh, Black Bears, Russ? I mean, they, they the last two teams you've played, some, they, they ticked off a schedule maker somewhere because their early season schedule has been unbelievable. And yeah. Maine, Maine's may be as challenging and as difficult as anybody's, right? Yeah, very challenging start. But I think Wayne, you know, Wayne hit the nail on the head there and and they they want to run the football they play action yeah and then they got some gadgets and um and that's kind of what they did to um stony brook i mean they ran the ball and you know, they play action pass and got some shots um uh, ran a reverse ran a flea flicker um and and before you know it's 28 nothing yeah. and there was nothing stony brook can do at that point in time um, do you, do you get concerned a little bit that you know we know that their signature is run the ball, but they had so much success throwing it last week that they may stick with that a little bit more or not? Um, you know, you, you just never know. No. I think they're going to try to establish the run, no mm-hmm. question about that. But you know, I, I know they're going to take shots. So you know, they you know they had one seventy-yard touchdown. Uh, you know, that makes it a, a big chunk and. Um, so, I, but we, I mean, obviously we have to defend everything. Absolutely. Uh, their quarterback actually was the co-offensive player of the week. I think he had five touchdown passes. Last we week. had almost 400 yards throwing. Yeah. 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 Uh, so he's, you know, he had a great game. And he, he was he was good, no question, leading up. But he played some great defensive. I mean, he played William & Mary, who's really good on defense and played in FBS school. And mm-hmm. North Dakota State's not too yeah. shabby. Uh, so <laughs> Out there, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, they, they, they've got good players, and uh, it'll be a huge, huge test. One of those good players is number 81. You can look for him on Saturday, Montego Moss. Who is Randy Moss's kid? It is. It is Randy Moss's kid. Yep. Yep. Because I think we played against him last year. We did. He yeah. had a great game against us. Yeah. He had five catches, and then one in the end zone was a fantastic. Remember that yes. one? Yes. One-handed? It was actually on, you know, they do that segment with Randy Moss. You got mossed. It was actually on that segment, but he didn't put it number one. He, like, Randy Moss put his own kid at, like, number two. That was a great catch. He, he took a lot of you-know-what from his uh, colleagues on the set that they didn't – he didn't put his own kid number one on you get Moss. So let's make sure that doesn't happen, yeah, no, first of all, on, on, uh, on Saturday. All right, uh, without giving anything away, uh, any updates? How are we health-wise? Do you feel okay with the guys that, you know, you're going to have to go to, go to play the game with on Saturday? Um, you know, there'll be some moving parts out there this week. Um, you know, just like everybody else in the country, we're, we're dinged up pretty good. But, 
um, we we we, ha- we have enough good players. We can compete and we can we can win games uh, moving forward here. So, um, but it, it's the same way. I mean, it, we uh, we got some guys that won't be available, but uh, we've got some good players that are available. So. And we'll get how, Gavin Lamp back, which is huge. Oh, that's good on the offensive yeah, line. Get Gavin right? Lamp back. Yeah, no, that that will certainly solidify that because you know we spent so much time talking about the quarterback position, but that offensive line has gone through some changes, uh, really since August, right? Yeah, I mean, it, you're really good when you can get five guys, mm-hmm. five guys play, and they play their position, and. You know, so now you got to practice. All right, all right we got to move this guy over here. here who's our backup center? We got to move him. Then we're moving. And when you change parts like that, especially up front on the offensive line, it makes a big difference. And Coach Ross does a great job with those guys. But um, you know, it's good. I'm glad we got Gavin Lamp back. I mean, that's a big hit right there. We asked a lot of the offensive linemen this question, but do you think it makes much difference to them about the quarterback? situation no right no, and that's kind no. of what they said right yeah there's not a whole lot of difference maybe a little cadence or something no. but other than that they're blocking whoever it is yep. back there right um and how much of the emphasis is to get off to that good start and i asked that question in relation to maine because i'm sure you showed the guys what happened with them this past week they literally recovered a fumble for the play. first play from scrimmage and like you said 28 points later the first quarter ended yeah, it was it was tough. It was a t- tough first quarter for Stony Brook, no question about that. And uh, you know, again, I think they they popped. Uh, you know, they got that fumble, and uh, and they scored on that possession, and they got it down there. You know, so they moved. But then they, they I think it was a reverse for sixty, and then uh, and then they hit a seam route to number three down the seam for like seventy, and then they threw a flea flicker for another. 50 and before you know it you know everybody's looking and going what happened here and it's 28 nothing it's it's tough no question about that well it happened because of the fumble right on the first play and it that just hurts, seemed to, yeah. like we said excite the whole sideline for them and you know they hadn't had success up until then a lot of that because of the schedule they played and i imagine you know look for the same thing from our guys to be able to do something like that i hope so i mean i hope we come out uh we will we'll come out ready to play and uh with a lot of excitement and energy and to be back at home again i think that probably helps a little bit yeah too, huh? i mean we're yeah. excited yeah, yeah absolutely all right well uh, wayne galloway uh, thank you for being our guest uh, this afternoon on behind the web the spider junior linebacker who's had several games in a row that have been really good and we'll look forward to uh keeping him going oh real quick i, I, I ivan's ivan's text just popped up um, he had the wrong game this week, Coach. He was like, what can you tell us about Elon? I'm not sure there's much you want to tell us about Elon about at this right point, now. other than they beat William & Mary last week. We talked about Maine already. We talked about Maine. And then he, he said, tell Bob that Philadelphia will beat the Dodgers in six games. What do you think in the National League Championship? I, th- I think I agree with that. I'm not looking past this team called the Atlanta Braves first. Oh, that's who we got now? Yeah, first you guys first got... Atlanta, then the Dodgers. That tells you. I don't even know who's I know in you it, don't. to be honest know. with you. And I don't know I who's know. playing who. But I, I like Philadelphia because I like Bryce Har- Harper Absolutely. a lot. Absolutely. I'm with you. But I'm going to sound like a coach because I'm not looking past the best team in baseball first. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't, Braves, I wouldn't think before so. Before they get to the Dodgers. Ivan, don't do that, my friend. But thank you. Thank you for the text. All right, Coach. Thanks. Appreciate it. We will uh, talk to you and see you Saturday when the Spiders uh, knock off those main blocks. Thanks, Bob.
All right, again, thanks to uh, Wayne Galloway, Spider Redshirt Jr., linebacker, for being our guest. He's going to have another great game coming up this Saturday. And for Coach Usman, uh, Robert, thank you. On location, AJ in our ESPN Richmond studios. We'll wrap it up for this week's edition of Behind the Web. We're back here again next Thursday afternoon from noon until 1. Our coverage starts Saturday at 3 o'clock with our pregame show and then kickoff at 3.30. Robert and Matt have the call on the radio side. Uh, Chris Anderson, Lane Casadante, and I will be on Masson 2 on Saturday at 3.30. Look forward to seeing you at Robin Stadium for Spider Football and back here next Thursday with the next edition of Behind the Web. You've been listening to Behind the Web from World of Beer Bar and Kitchen, 11,600 West Broad Street, featuring head men's basketball coach Chris Mooney. Tonight's show has been brought to you by CarMax, Lux Chevrolet, Bryant Heating and Cooling, Cornerstone Partners Co-Star Group and Bon Secours Health System, and by Cabell Childress Group. Join us throughout the college basketball season for Behind the Web, presented by World of Beer in Short Pump. Thanks for listening, and stay in touch with Richmond Athletics on the flagship station of the Spider Sports Network, ESPN Richmond. Executive producer, Mitchell Bradley. This has been a presentation of Playfly Sports in association with Richmond Sports Properties.